the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the second Sunday of the blessed month of Beva, or Paiopi, and as we mentioned last week, the theme of this month is Christ the Pantocrator. And the gospel of today occurs at the lake of Gennesaret, and it says that a multitude pressed around Jesus because they wanted to hear the word of God. The people were not only attracted to the speech of the Lord, but I believe they were attracted to the incarnate word of God, God in the flesh, the Logos. They wanted to hear a word of God because they were attracted by the power of the word of God, the power to heal the sick, and many were there to be healed and to see miracles, the power to cast out demons, the power of the word of God to reveal truth. Where the word of God is, there is truth. And in this gospel, we see the power of the word of God in the ability to make a catch, to make a catch. And look at what St. Peter said. He said, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. But the Lord is not interested in catching fish. The Lord's not interested in catching fish. He's interested in making a catch of men. And in the gospel of today, the Lord, he caught St. Peter and several of the disciples. He told them, I know you are humble fishermen, but I want to make you fishers of men. Fishers of men. And Christians are to be fishers of men. Christians, they have to be fishers of men. One of the descriptions that we give to St. Mary is we call her fishermen. Did you know that? Did you know that? We call her the fishermen. In the lopsh of the Friday Theotokeia, we say, you are the rational net which catches Christians and teaches them to worship the life-giving Trinity. St. Mary, you are the net. You are a fisherman. You catch people and you teach them to worship the Trinity. And truly many of the saints, many of the saints were caught by the motherly love of St. Mary. And maybe many of us, we've been caught by the love of a saint. And we love St. Mary of Egypt. We love St. Justina. We love St. Damiana. We love all the saints. And those saints, they caught us in their net. And today, the Lord, He wants us to be fishers of, fishers of men. I want you to imagine that you are walking by a pool, and you see someone drowning in the pool. What would you do? You see someone drowning in the pool. What would you do? You'd let them drown? You'd let them drown? Shaklokom into naimin, had let them drown. Huh? Had let them drown? Well, no. You have to go save them. You have to save them. If you're a swimmer, you might jump in. If you're not a swimmer, you might say, And you'd make a scene to get someone because you need to save this person. Because this is a matter of life and death. This isn't This is something serious. And likewise, the spiritual life is something serious. And many people are spiritually drowning. 
spiritually drowning, Wahna just sitting there watching. No, we have to jump in and go get them and save them from the spiritual drought or the spiritual drowning. Thankfully, the gospel of today is an invitation to become fishers of fishers of men. The gospel begins with the Lord standing at the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw two boats there. And actually, the fishermen, they were not in the boats. They were washing their nets. And actually, the Lord, he does something interesting. He just gets into the boat. He just gets into the boat. And I love how St. Peter allowed him to just get into the boat. Like, what stranger is just going to get into your boat and sit there? And St. Peter allowed it. And I was thinking that St. Peter had every reason to say, I don't want to go fishing again. <laughs> and I'm sick of fishing. <laughs> and I just spent all night fishing, and now someone's getting into my boat. Halas, and I'm done. I'm, I don't want to go back. But St. Peter let the Lord use his boat. And to be honest, the Lord, he didn't need a boat. If he wanted to go, he could have just walked on water. He had a way to go walk on water. But the Lord wanted to use St. Peter's boat. And similarly, I think God would like to use us. He would like to use you in his ministry. He wants to use your boat. He wants to use your profession. He wants to use your talents. He wants to use you. And he wants to sit in your boat. Are, are we ready to be used by the Lord? Sometimes I feel that I toil and I work so hard and my boat is empty. And I have no catch of fish. But there's a deeper purpose. There's a deeper purpose here. The Lord doesn't want you to like find your purpose in catching fish. There is a divine purpose for work. A divine purpose for work. It's not just about catching fish. The work has a purpose to lead us to prayer. And this is, I think, the first step in becoming a fisherman is let the Lord on your boat. Bring him to your job. Bring him to your career. Bring him to your office. Bring him to every place you are. He wants to be with you on your, on your boat. The second step to be a fisher of men is about scripture, is about scripture. It's about absorbing and obeying the Lord's teaching. Before the Lord told St. Peter to go to the deep, what did he do? He just went out, shwaya. He put out from the water a little bit. And what did he start to do? He started to... To teach them, to teach them. This is the word of God. Hearing the word of God is a prerequisite to going into the deep. It is the vehicle that takes us into the deep. The airplane doesn't take off unless the stewardess comes and says, if you'd like to fasten your seatbelt. Every time you fly, they have to tell you the same thing. It's a prerequisite for you to go into the air. For you to go into the deep, a prerequisite is for you to hear and absorb and be touched by the Word of God. Remember when the Lord appeared to the disciples on the road to Emmaus? I love that conversation because did the Lord take them into the deep immediately? Or did He, he walk them step by step? And what was walking them with them step by step? What was he doing as he was walking with them step by step? 
What was he doing? He was teaching them. Teaching them about the scripture. It says at the beginning, he started at the beginning with Moses and the prophets and he expounded to them all the scriptures concerning himself. If you want to go to the deep, you have to start with the, the word of God. With the word of God. And he did this all before he revealed himself in the Eucharist. We reach the deep through the Lord's words, through the scripture. I love what St. Peter said, at your word, I will let down the net. In every liturgy, we don't just jump into Eucharist, do we? We just jump into Eucharist and jump into the deep? No. What does the church do? It prepares us for the Eucharist by... By reading the, the word. The word does the preparation to go into the deep. Without the word, you can't get into the deep. You might drown in the deep. Actually, the deep is where we'll see the Lord better. But also the deep, when we go, the word of God has another effect on our life. Not only do we see the Lord better in the deep, we actually see ourselves better. We see ourselves better. St. Basil, he made this point very nice in the book that we're reading now. He says... Our eyes, they can see external things, right? And I shave with my eyes. But I can't see my own eye. Head, chest, their own eye. The eye sees everything, but the eye cannot see itself. How can the eye see itself? You guys don't know? If you have a mirror, you stand in front of the mirror and you see yourself. And similarly, if you want to see yourself, if you want to see yourself, what should you do? You should stand in front of the mirror of the scripture and see what the scripture says about you. And the scripture will tell you all about yourself. And that's why St. Basil, he says, everyone is created in the image and likeness of God. Huh? Everyone is created in the image and likeness of God. The image is given. Everyone, the image is given. St. Basil says likeness though. The likeness that is a choice. Is a choice. Do you want to be like God? You have to choose to be like God. You have to choose to be like God. And actually, St. Basil asks a very, like, Important question. He says, how do you become like God? How? How? How do you become loving, forgiving, merciful, kind, all the good things about God? How do you become like God? He says one word. Scripture. Hey, Akira. If you want to be like God, you have to be in the Scripture. In the Scripture. The Scripture tells us about ourselves. Tells us about ourselves. And that's why I feel like St. Peter, what did he do? He saw himself. Didn't he see himself? And what did he say? Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. When you put yourself in front of the mirror of the scripture, you have to make this confession. Depart from me, I am a sinful man, O Lord. St. Peter, when he lowered his net into the water, 
I see that St. Peter actually, what did he lower? He lowered his ego. When St. Peter lowered his net into the water, he lowered his ego. Jesus, you're a carpenter. Uh, you're not a fisherman. What do you know about fish? And I fished in this lake a million times. I know this ins and outs of this place. But he said, at your word. And he lowered his ego. And he made this confession, I am a sinful man. Simon was playing the game of Simon Says his whole life. And whatever Simon said, he did. But now he played a different game. What did Jesus say? I'm going to do what Jesus says. And he made this beautiful confession. This beautiful confession, it reminds me of Isaiah. When he was, saw the Lord on the throne. You know what Isaiah said? Woe to me, I am undone. And I finished. I can't stand before the throne of God. This is, when you stand before God, this is what we have to say. This is what we have to say. This is what being a fisherman, if you want to be a fisherman, we have to make this confession. This confession comes through knowing the scriptures, the ability to see ourselves, to see our own weaknesses, to see our shortcomings. And then we make this confession. Number three, to be a, fish, a fisherman, fishers of men, fishers of men, we can't give up. We can't give up. Fishers of men do not give up. These days, I feel like fishers of men, they, they give up. Instead of making confession, I see I have many people, they want to give up on spiritual life. They want to give up on people. They want to give up on service. But do you think fishing is easy? Do you think fishing is easy? Deep sea fishing, these saab ali. Even so difficult, they made a Discovery Channel show about it. About deep sea fishing. It's so like, dramatic and difficult. And every... Deep sea fishing is so hard. So being a fisher of men, you cannot give up. You cannot give up. Imagine St. Peter, he said, I give up. I don't want to go out on this boat anymore. I don't want to go into the deep. Then what? Then St. Peter, you missed out on the biggest catch of your life. You missed out, you'll miss out on the biggest catch of your life. Don't give up in your spiritual life. I want to give up in your spiritual life. Don't give up on, pu- don't give up on people. The beauty of the Christian life is the, is the perseverance, is the fight. It's the beauty. It's the fight. Yes. And the beautiful thing about the gospel today, it says that when their nets were filling up, Yanni, when their nets were filling up with all these fish, what do you think the disciples were doing? You think the Adin, like, you know, sipping like a drink or like a... No, they are struggling, fighting to get all the fish on this boat. And they didn't, they're not sitting, see sense of urgency. There's a big catch and I need this. And they called, come guys, help me. I need this fish. Call the other boats, call everybody. We need, the, we need this. There was like a sense of urgency, a sense of passion, a sense of zeal. The fisherman has to have, the fishers of men need to have this zeal, this urgency, this fight. To want to get this net, they didn't say, oh, this is too big, I don't know, too much work to get, oh, too much work, eh, so many fish, urgency. 
And the beautiful, another beautiful lesson is, is that they caught so many fish that what happened? Huh? The boat began to sink. Ya Rabbi. The boat began to sink. Well, sometimes I feel that the weight of the fish on my boat is causing me to, to sink. Oh, I'm so tied up in service and I got all these things and, and my boat is sinking and I can't bear all of this weight and I have my family and I have all of this and I have and the weight, it's, it's sinking, Lord. Don't you see the boat is sinking? This is the boat sinking. Is the boat going to sink? Annie, I have two things to say about this. Annie, why have you complained that the, like, you're a fisherman and you caught too much fish? You're going to complain that you have too much fish? Like, this is a good thing. My boat is full of fish. Thank God. Thank God. The fact that your boat is sinking, that means you're doing something right. It means that the boat, the boat should be sinking. If your boat not, is not sinking, then maybe you need to put more fish in your boat. Maybe you need more fish in your boat so that the boat starts to feel the weight of the fish. Means my boat fadi. I don't have enough on my plate. I need more on my. I need my boat to sink shwaya. And we know the boat is not going to sink. Why? What was point number one? Jesus is in the boat. Jesus isn't going to sink the boat, and he's in the boat. That's why another time there was a big storm, and the disciples they got all scared, and they said, "Oh, what's going to happen?" He said, "Until you have no faith, and I'm in the boat." Boat, nothing's going to happen to the boat. The boat does not going to sink. So, fishermen, they have to have perseverance. They have to have grit. They need to fill their boat. Lastly, the fishers of men, they have to forsake all. They have to forsake all. And this part is the hardest one for me, to be honest. I love this miracle because the Lord, He did such a great miracle for them. And He caught a lot of fish for them. Great. Amazing. And then when they brought their boats to land, what did they do? Forsook all and followed Him. Ida. How? How? How did they do this? And I want to know how they did this. These fishermen, they were broke. They were in poverty. Actually, in the Gospel of Matthew, it says not that they were washing their nets, but they were mending their nets. Mending their nets, why? Because they're poor. They can't even buy new nets. They don't even have anything to fish with. And they're so poor. And now the Lord like, is like, went to Vegas, I hit the jackpot. <laughs> and I have fish galore. I'm going to open up a fish store. And I'm going to be sitting on wealth and beauty. And they said... No, I don't want no fish. I don't want no fish. Yeah, if God gave you a million dollars, and he, would you give it right back to him? Thank you. Thank you, Rabbana. Appreciate it. He gave it back. The fishers of men, they forsook the world and all the comforts of the world. Because they went after the provider of the gift, not the gift. They went after the provider of the gift, not the gift. I love that about the disciples. They knew the Lord had something better to offer them. They knew these fish, like in a week, like fish. You know? 
all the temporary, all the worldly things will fade away. That's why St. James in his epistle, he says, your gold and your silver, they are, they're corrupted, they're corroded. You want all the, you want the gold and the silver, but those are corroded. And your dresses and your lips, they're all moth-eaten, like all rotten. No, we don't want the gifts. The fishers of men, they don't want the gifts. They want the, the Lord. They want the Lord. I hope today we see many ideas of being fishers of men. Yeah? The fishers of men, they invite the Lord in their boat. Their whole life is about, they take the Lord with them to work. They take the Lord with them everywhere. They look for every opportunity to, to speak about the Lord. The fishers of men immerse themselves in the, the word of God. And the word of God to them is a mirror so that they can see themselves in the word of God. Number three, the fishers of men, they persevere for a catch. They don't give up. And lastly, the fishers of men, they forsake the world, forsake the world. And glory be to God forever. Amen.